Hello, welcome to the Amazing Moms podcast. My name is Crystal, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about our different experience with PT. So Autumn actually began PT, I think she was probably less than two when she started physical therapy. And we started it at our local children's hospital. Um, If you're familiar with our area, it was Kennedy Krieger. And we had a therapist that we absolutely loved. She was just just the perfect mix of being able to push Autumn while at the same time motivating her. She used a lot of toys and a lot of just things that Autumn wanted to do to get her to do the exercises that were hard. And she just had a really nice patient way about her. We had a really great relationship. Autumn, she was Autumn's therapist for, I'm going to say at least, I don't know, at least six or seven years, I think probably. Um, And then she moved away. And Autumn was disappointed. I was disappointed. I remember feeling very embarrassed because I had literally cried when she told us that she was leaving and that she was moving to a different state because, you know, it, it was a very professional relationship, but it was just someone who I knew we could count on. At one point, Autumn had, she was definitely like either having seizures, something was definitely not right. And I felt like no one was listening to us. The neurologist that we have, um, you know, she's usually pretty great, but she didn't seem like she was understanding that there was something wrong with Autumn. At one point, she was just like, couldn't stand up. She was constantly falling. Her PT was not going as well as it had in the past. It was just a lot of things that, that didn't seem right. And this was going on for like two, three weeks. And because we were in physical therapy weekly, you know, our, our physical therapist was able to see this change in autumn. And then I think that really helped us because she was able to say, Hey, this is definitely a difference. You know, it wasn't just mom saying, which by the way, that should be enough for us to say something is not right, but sometimes it's not. So I think it was really helpful to have another provider to be able to say that autumn was not at her baseline and there was something else going on. So in the end, we ended up being able to get a an EEG and found out that her seizure activity had increased. But in addition, we finally figured out that she was having double vision. Um, Her verbal skills at that time weren't good enough for her to tell us that, but it seems that the double vision was causing some of the balance issues in addition to the, in addition to the increased seizure activity. But it was just a really tough time. I know it lasted at least three weeks and Actually, there was another provider that we saw weekly who was our behavioral therapist who was also at Kennedy Krieger, and she's the one who finally was like, you're not leaving this office until we talk to someone. So she had, from the inner office phone, called the neurologist and was like, we need to talk to somebody today. Something's not right. So it really felt good to have like a whole care team, but that PT in particular, because she was one of the first providers that we had for Autumn before we knew anything of exactly what was going on. She just was really good. Everything about her was just so wonderful. I really loved her. Autumn really loved her. And again, she was just that perfect motivating figure for Autumn. And she really understood Autumn. And I feel like she really took into account what Autumn's strengths and weaknesses were. She really understood that Autumn needed a lot of frequent breaks. They didn't have to be long breaks, but they needed breaks. She kind of taught her how to regulate herself, how to say, hey, I just need a few minutes. And really, it wasn't even a few minutes. We would literally count to 10, and then she would be okay and regrouped and ready to go. And then after that, we had um, a little bit of break. Every time a therapist would leave us for physical therapy, it was always an issue because there's always a waiting list at Kennedy Krieger. 
to get a new therapist. And then autumn is just really tough to schedule. In addition to, I don't make that any easier because I do work. So I don't have like super flexibility in my schedule. So it was always a question of when could I fit in physical therapy that was going to be at a time when autumn was awake. Because at that time, until just very recently, she was still sleeping about three hours a day. So if you didn't hit her before she got those afternoon meds, you were probably not going to get anything out of her. It would be pointless to go. So fast forward a little bit. We had a few other therapists at Kennedy Krieger after that. Um, They were all great. I never had a bad therapist there. We even continued via Zoom as much as we could through COVID, which that really, it, it just didn't really go well. You can't engage a child who has attention problems through Zoom to get them to do physical activity. I mean, it wasn't completely horrible, but it just didn't, it just wasn't as productive. Plus, I really felt like there are things that we could have done. I like when the therapist can be hands-on and and correct the way someone is standing or can actually look a little bit better. And I'm sure it was frustrating for the therapist as well. But we got through that time and then our therapist left again. So when this therapist left, I kind of decided that I was just kind of done with physical therapy. I figured eventually in the future we would go back, but I, I think I mentioned this last week. I just didn't really know how much more we were really going to gain from physical therapy, you know, from having years and years of physical therapy, you know, we had lots of exercises, we knew what things Autumn could do, we saw her make some gains, and some of the things that happen with Autumn are not things you can plan for anyway um, through PT, or at least I felt like they weren't, you know, she just sometimes her balance is off, and there are days where she just falls a lot, and I think PT probably helps her with some spatial awareness and you know, maybe things like catching herself and those kind of things. But all in all, I just, for the extra effort that it takes to, basically when we would go to Kennedy Krieger for PT, it was three hours out of our day. It was about an hour drive time by the time, because it was in the city. So even though it shouldn't have been that far away for us, by the time we got there and then had to park and get to the building and then therapy was an hour of which I stayed in there with her. And then, you know, another hour back, and that's if I didn't have to stop and either get her lunch or make sure her lunch was packed. So it was always at least three hours out of our day. Um, And I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I was like, I can't, I just can't do it. I can't do it again. Um, So I really, really put off going back to physical therapy for Autumn. You know, we didn't see any decreases in things. We did our best to make sure she's playing soccer now. Like we, we did as many things as we could. She's always been dancing to try to help her along in those things. But then a couple of months ago, she started really complaining about back pain. And this isn't the first time that she's had back pain. We had seen orthopedic for back pain in the past. At that time, she was actually um, in school and they attributed it to her trying to carry her backpack that she just didn't have enough strength in her body to even carry a light backpack. So you know, we just stopped using the backpack and continue physical therapy. But this time the pain was for a couple of weeks and she really complained about it. She rarely complains about anything. So we saw orthopedic again and they were like, well, we think she needs PT. We got to try to do some strengthening. Hopefully if we strengthen her up, you know, the back pain will go away. Well, before we even started PT, the back pain kind of subsided, didn't really hear much about it. So whatever was going on there, you know, it wasn't happening anymore. But I still wanted to do the PT. We hadn't had an evaluation for a while, thought it was best. So I originally scheduled back at Kennedy Krieger again with complete dread 
not because of the therapist, because again, every person we've had there has been great for physical therapy. It was just the thought of that losing three hours out of my day once a week. In addition to already going to speech and occupational therapy, that is another three hours out of my day, you know, another day a week at a different children's hospital. After We go to Mount Washington Pediatric Hospital for that. So I made the evaluation. It was a couple weeks out. And then I started thinking about it more. And I was like, I think we really need to do this. At least get the evaluation. But it just had such a feeling of dread. So I thought, let me just check Mount Washington. Now I will tell you that I am actually like a really loyal, hate change kind of person. Anybody who knows me, I mean, I've literally been at my day job for almost 26 years. And at the studio that I run and teach at, I've been there since I was five. So we're talking 45 years of being at the same place. I don't like change. I am very loyal. And unless something goes really terribly wrong, I'm pretty much going to stay where I am with something. So originally when I made that Kennedy Krieger evaluation, I was like, okay, go with what we know. It's going to be good. And then I had the thought, I was like, I wonder if I could just schedule it at Mount Washington. We've also had great therapists there. And maybe if there was a possibility that we could get it on the same day as speech and OT, that would save me time. Plus, it might just give me just a different perspective. You know, everybody at Kennedy Krieger is going to be referring to the notes that were already there from previous PT sessions, you know, maybe a fresh set of eyes at a fresh place wouldn't be a bad thing. So I ended up canceling the Kennedy Krieger evaluation and scheduled one at Mount Washington. And again, I was filled with dread because it was really just the thought of putting something else on my plate. It just seemed like it was going to be so much. Um, So currently we go on Thursdays to Mount Washington Hospital, which again, it's a good 45 minutes to an hour drive for us, depending on traffic. And we alternate speech and OT. They used to co-treat because autumn fatigue so quickly. But a couple of months ago, they switched to one week we do OT and the next week we do speech. And that has worked out really well. So after the evaluation and the PT evaluation, they recommended that autumn do like at least a 12-week bout of care with physical therapy. And I asked if there was any possibility for Thursday. And then I felt kind of guilty because I'm like, oh, she's going to be tired. She's already had speech. But for once, it actually worked out really well. I really like the new new physical therapist, and she happened to have a spot on Thursdays at 1 o'clock. So now we will, at 11 o'clock, have either her occupational therapy or speech, And then from 12 to 1, we'll take a break. Maybe if it's nice out, she can run around outside. They have some play areas. We'll pack our lunch. We'll eat in the cafeteria. And then at 1 o'clock, she will go to physical therapy. Now, she does still get her meds at 1230 and sometimes gets tired. But usually, it's not until around 1.30. So I'm hoping we can get through the session before she gets too tired. But what I really liked that was a little bit different in this session Um, So for the evaluation, I was in the room. That's another thing that I'm really happy about. Because even though I'm going to actually be at Mount Washington for three hours, and it's going to take us an hour drive. So we're talking about five hours out of my day on the day that I'm actually off from my office job. But I'm going to be able to get work done in that time because at Mount Washington, they don't ask the parent to come into the therapy. The parent stays, so I'll stay in the cafeteria and work and get things done while Autumn goes and gets the physical therapy that she needs. But one thing I really liked about the evaluation when I was in the room 
is they were doing some eye tracking things and no one for PT has ever done that before. And of course we do see an eye doctor, you know, we know with the double vision, we got to keep an eye on that. Um, just some couple other things that, you know, people with her genetic condition, we need to be aware of. So we do see the eye doctor, but it's not a person who's going to help her with tracking. So this physical therapist mentioned to us that perhaps part of the problem was, you know, the tracking was making her off balance because maybe she couldn't adjust her eyes quick enough. So she recommended that as part of this physical therapy treatment that she would work on some of that eye tracking and eye movement for Autumn. So that made me really happy because it wasn't like the same old thing. Like, okay, now we're going to work on steps and we're going to do crunches and bridges and not that those things aren't important, but after, you know, when your child has been doing physical therapy, at least for 11 years, if not more, you know, you kind of are looking for something to spark you and be like, ah, this is a different approach. I like it. So all in all, I am happy with the way the whole physical therapy thing turned out. And yes, I did have guilt for not having done the physical therapy for a while, but in the end, it did not look like during this evaluation she had lost any skills or anything was any different than it had been prior to us, you know, stopping physical therapy. And I'm really happy that I went with that gut is instinct and decided not to go back to the original, you know, Kennedy Krieger. Again, not because they had done anything wrong, but I was just trying to make it easier for me. And as a special needs mom, I think in the past, I did whatever it took or whatever I thought it was going to be best for Autumn. I rarely ever if ever, considered what was it going to mean to me for the choices that I was making. But now that we've been on this journey a lot longer, I really understand that I can't make the decision based solely on what's best for Autumn. Of course, that's going to be the majority of the decision. But if there are things that are going to give equal outcomes, then I really need to consider what's going to be easiest for me or the rest of the family. It can't just be, oh, well, this is going to be the absolute best and we're going to go here and this is what we're going to do. Because in actuality, you know, the whole package is what makes it better. We're probably going to miss less sessions because it's going to be on the same day. You know, we're going to be saving money on gas and mileage on my car. And just in general, I think that we will be more excited to do this because we will have the opportunity to pair it with the OT and the speech that we've already been doing. So basically my takeaway from this is that I shouldn't have felt guilty in the first place for stopping the PT. I think it's completely fine to take breaks from therapy. I think it's good for the kids to take breaks from therapy. It's also really difficult when you lose a therapist. Literally at this evaluation, Autumn was still talking about that original therapist at Kennedy Krieger, whom we love so much. And even though she's going to love the new therapist as well, that that first physical therapist made such an impact on Autumn and I both. It was just at a very vulnerable time for us. I mean, Autumn was obviously very small, but for me, I was just finding out all the things that were happening and we were just at the beginning of our journey. We didn't even really know like what the genetic mutations were. Everything was very new. I even remember asking that therapist like, hey, what caused this? Like, why does she need physical therapy? And of course she couldn't answer that question. But she was very kind and said, well, sometimes it's this or sometimes it's that. She didn't try to make a diagnosis. She just gave me some ideas on what things could cause a child to need or a baby to need physical therapy. So, you know, when the therapist leaves, it can be difficult. And I think sometimes for me, that's another reason that I hesitate to 
I hesitate to make the, the appointment for a new therapist because, again, I don't like change. And then I'm wondering, is this therapist going to be as good? Are we going to hit it off? You know, I mean, there have always been some who we've hit off, you know, hit it off with better than others. And that's just life. That's just the way it is. So all in all, I say give it a chance. If you need to schedule something, don't always go back to the same place. Maybe it will mix things up for your kiddo. Maybe it will mix things up for you. And definitely, definitely consider what's going to be good for you as the parent. Because this is a journey that we're in for the long haul. So if we, it's kind of like that marathon mentality. You know, we're not sprinting to some finish line right here. This is going to be for the rest of our lives and for the rest of the lives of our children. So this marathon, we need to pace ourselves. And if that means taking a break from things, we should do that. If it means changing providers because it's going to make it easier for us, we should absolutely do that. And with that, I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening. As always, you can reach out at amazingmomspodcast at yahoo.com. Also, if you could rate and review this podcast or share it with another special needs mom, that really helps us to get it out to the people who need to hear this information. Thanks for listening.